0: One tradition my mother loved to do with us kids during the Christmas season was try to take us to a performance of Handel's Messiah. Now us kids were a little bit less excited about that prospect. Operatic voices for several hours at a time, late in the afternoon, kind of the perfect recipe for a disaster. And yet, as I've grown older, I've come to appreciate that piece of music more and more every year. And I would encourage you to give it a listen this Advent season, even if it's just a snippet of it. And one of the reasons I've come to appreciate it more is that the entire piece is the Word of God. There's no commentary, there's no elaborations, it's simply rehearsing and recounting the promises of God fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Beginning with those beautiful words of Isaiah 40 that we heard a few minutes ago, comfort, comfort ye my people, says your God. From beginning to end, the piece moves from Christ's birth to his death, his resurrection, and ultimately to the new heaven and the new earth where we will be drawn to our Lord eternally. And Handel shows us that all of these things, all of the scriptures, have been pointing to Jesus all along. All right, I'll step off that soapbox advertising Handel. But I bring this up because Zechariah's son tonight performs a similar function. It rehearses, it recounts all the promises and redemptive work of God ultimately worked to fulfillment in our Lord and our Savior, Jesus the Christ. That's how Zechariah opens his song tonight. As he is inspired and filled with the Holy Spirit, he sings, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people And has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. Our God draws near to his people and frees them, redeems them from sin and from slavery to fulfill his promises. If we were to gather together all the gracious and saving acts of God through the Old and the New Testaments, We could boil it down to a theme and variations on that theme. The theme, God visits and God redeems. We see this in Egypt in the Exodus when God visits his people in bondage and frees them, redeems them from slavery. We see this as God continues to visit them. In the wilderness years, we see this as they come into the promised land that he had promised to give them. We see this in the era of the judges and the kings, as the prophets have spoken from of old. And miraculously enough, God continues to visit and to redeem his people, even in the midst of their sin and of their breaking of his covenant he continues to shine forth his promises of a savior desiring a relationship with them even in the midst of their sin God's theme never ends because we have a God who always keeps his promises but why? Why does God keep his promises even when we sin and stomp on the words that he has given us? Zechariah tells us this evening to show the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. He does this for two reasons, to show us mercy and to remember the covenant he made with us. We heard similar words in the Song of Mary last week where she said this, He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his offspring forever. God's promise to Abraham and to his offspring continues to be his promise for us today because God always keeps his promises, to show us his mercy, to remember his covenant with us. And when God remembers, it's not just a cognitive, abstract remembrance. No, when God remembers, he closely follows it up by gracious action on his people's behalf. We saw this in Exodus. God remembers his people, he sees them in bondage, and he immediately sends Moses to be their savior. And we see the same thing tonight as God sends the horn of his salvation for his people so that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear. In holiness and righteousness before Him all our days. And this brings up another important point. This visiting and redeeming of God is not meant to be a one time deal, but God desires to have a relationship, an eternal relationship with you and me. It's something he wants us to hear as we sit in our house and as we walk by the way, as we lie down, and as we rise. It's a theme meant to define who we are and what we do. It's a relationship God has made. A relationship not based on fear, but on grace. So how will the Messiah do this? How will the horn of God's salvation fulfill all of God's promises? I don't think it's an accident that in his gospel account, Luke uses the word covenant only twice. The first time is here in the Song of Zechariah. The second comes much later. This is my body, which is given for you Do this in remembrance of me. This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood, Jesus says. God sends his Messiah, his son, to visit us, to redeem us, to keep his promises, to pour out the blood of a perfect sacrifice for our sins, to show us his mercy and to remember his covenant so that we might be before our God eternally. And such visiting, such redeeming is to be announced by Zechariah's own son who had a miracle birth of his own. What hope Zechariah has to sing about tonight, for he is seeing with his own eyes the fulfillment of all of God's promises from the very beginning. He says this, And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people in the forgiveness of their sins. Because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. John goes to prepare. He goes to announce the good news And this good news is not punishment for our sin, but forgiveness of it. Not of wrath or of judgment, but of mercy. It's all good news for us tonight. For God always keeps his promises, despite our sin, despite our unworthiness. We behold with Zechariah tonight the hope of the Messiah. He who brings light out of darkness, life out of death, peace out of division. He who visits and redeems us. And this is why we sing with Zechariah tonight. We sing because we behold in Jesus Christ the fulfillment of all of God's promises. We receive the fruits of of those fulfilled promises, forgiveness, life, and eternal salvation. And we look forward with confident hope to the day of our Lord's return. For as he had come to visit and to redeem us in history, so he promises to come again, to take us, to be with himself forever. We can have absolute certainty of that glorious day amid the uncertainties of this world because our hope is not of this world. Dear friends in Christ, tonight Zechariah shows us God's heart. He shows us God's character from the very beginning and that the entirety of God's redemptive work has led to this moment. He shows us Jesus, who visits us, who redeems us, that we might have eternal hope. In the name of Jesus, amen.